This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. God made him who had no sin so that we might become his righteousness instead of ourselves he offered him so that we might become his righteousness so that we might become his righteousness so that we might become his righteousness holy god was offered for us so we might become his righteousness so that we might become his righteousness it's hard to believe we can be spiritually well so that we might become his righteousness the loving god tasted the essence of hell so that we might become his righteousness so that we might become his righteousness we might become his righteousness. Oh, oh, Holy God was offered for us. So we might become his righteousness. God in the flesh lived as a man. We love the Father fulfilling his plan. Jesus condemned, taking our place. Now we are in him and we'll see his face. God made him who had no sin. So that we might become his righteousness. Instead of ourselves he offered him. So that we might become his righteousness. So that we might become his righteousness. So that we might become his righteousness. Oh, oh, Holy God was offered for us. So we might become his righteousness. So that we might become his righteousness oh, oh, oh. holy god was offered for us so we might become his righteousness become his righteousness we might become his righteousness become his righteousness we might become his righteousness. 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 Move on. Life was never meant to be traveled backwards. That is why you must move on. Learn from your past mistakes and carefully apply its lessons. But let no one define you by your past. Critics and those with unresolved issues may try to whitewash their own dark history by dwelling on yours. Don't give them the brush. Remember, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Thus, when folks dig up your past, reconstruct it 
and try to resettle you there. Tell them you've moved on and have no desire of ever living there anymore. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 reads, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Friend, your new dwelling place is in Christ. So, move on and stop dwelling on the past. Written by Samuel Cranting Pippin. I am Bill Dollarville. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then... Ask him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Bell Dollar Bill. And what we're doing is a daily devotional series. And as we often do this, I believe we all have an encounter with our Creator. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here is our own Pastor Solomon Apia. Please, you are welcome. Thank you, Sandra. Our lesson is captioned, An Early Missionary. An Early Missionary. And as we have been looking at the story of Jonah, we could see that he was given an instruction. Go to Nineveh. That was the command Jesus Christ gave to Jonah. And in the Old Testament, the usual appeal to the nations was, Come to Zion. 
God's original plan was for Israel to leave their religion, making the nation so attractive that other nations would come to them for guidance. As you can see this in Isaiah chapter 56, verse 7. Jonah, as a forerunner of the disciples in the New Testament, is told to go to Nineveh, which to him seemed an unclean center of idolatry, brutality, and totalitarianism. Jonah made detailed preparations to go west by sea, even though God had directed him to go east by land. Jonah, the unwilling prophet, fled in the opposite direction. Dear friend, as we have listened to this brief story of Jonah, we could see that he didn't listen to the words of God, but then he was a missionary to Christ. Let's pray as our pastor takes us through the lesson. King Jesus, we come to your throne of grace this blessed morning. Speak through us so that where do be delivered to your children in good faith. Thank you so much for an answered prayer. Through your son Jesus Christ, have I prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. An early missionary. An early missionary. God, God had chosen um, Israel. Israel. In fact, if we read from the account of the chosen, from the calling of Abraham uh, and all that would happen after the calling of Abraham, we realize that God chose Abraham. And when God chose Abraham, he intended that Abraham and the nation that would come out of Abraham. In fact, Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 says that, And God came to Abraham and told him that, Get out of your people and of your country and go to a place I will show you. God said that I will make you into a great nation. God initially planned that he was going to make Abraham's generation into a great nation. And that na generation or that nation that he was going to make out of Abraham was going to become the center of the world so that it would be the point of attraction, attracting and drawing all people to him so that when people from other nations see the way God's people, God's chosen people, in other words, Israel, were living their lives, then they would also come to know God. And so that was the reason God chose Abraham and made a nation out of him. In fact, when the nation, when Abraham, uh, like we studied two weeks ago, uh, he had his household, all the people, even the king of Sodom, they realized that Abraham was a special person. And so they came to know the God that Abraham served. Now, even when the generation found themselves in Egypt, the Egyptians knew that God was with them, and so they feared them, and so on. And so God's intention was for Israel to become a point of attraction so that all people, all nations, all the world would come to know God through Israel. That was the reason God chose Israel. It doesn't mean Israel was uh, having better chances than all the other nations. God could have chosen any other nation, but God decided to choose Israel. Now, when God chose Israel, God made Israel. He gave his law to Israel, and he made Israel to understand his laws. And so the Israelites were living according to the will of God, so that if any man would come to know God, that person had to come to Israel. And so all this while, before Jonah's time, God when he wants to talk to somebody, he says, go to Zion. If you go to Zion, you meet the God of the Israelites, the God who made heaven and earth. If you go to Zion, you meet God. And so God's original plan was for Israel, as I have said, to leave their religion and to make the nation an attractive nation that other nations would come to them for guidance. 
Today, God has called all of us as Christians and God expects us to live our life as Christians so that through the life we are living, people will come and say that we want to know God and through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, they also will come to know God. And so, for God to come now and call um, Jonah and say, Jonah, now it is no more come to Zion, but now it is go to Nineveh. In fact, that was a strange thing to Jonah. And so Jonah maybe would have been perplexed. All this while it was come to Zion. If anyone wants to come to know God, come to Zion. For instance, when Naaman was sick, he had to come to Israel to be saved. Whoever wanted to be saved had to come to Israel. But now God says that, no, the message is not going to be limited only to Israel. I am to take it out into all the world. And so, Jonah, you are going to be the forerunner even of the Christian church or even of the gospels of the disciples of Jesus. So now, it is no longer them coming. You go and give them the message. And so it was a surprise to him. But when we look at the ministry of Jesus, when Jesus had died and resurrected and he was about to go, he commissioned his disciples. He told them that, go into all the world. Please, let's read Matthew 28. Matthew 28, verse 19. Matthew 28, verse 19. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Yes, a very beautiful commissioning. God has given to us over there. Matthew 28 verse 19. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Exactly. That is it. Jesus tells them go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father. Okay. Okay. And of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Right. Amen. Amen. So just like God had told Jonah in Jonah chapter 1 that Jonah go to Nineveh. God is telling all of us today that we should go into all the world. Thank you so much for this great peace you have rendered to us. Dear friend, we could see that God's response to Jonah's flight came in the form of a mighty storm. The winds obeyed their creator, even though his prophet does not. Jonah slept during the storm while the gentle crew prayed. In honesty, Jonah confessed that he caused the calamity and he testified to the true God and creator. Notice that his reply, I am Hebrew, referred both to his religion and his nationality. In their alarm at the ferocity of the storm, the gentle sailors tried to save themselves and the passengers, and they showed compassion to Jonah in their reluctance to comply with his instructions to throw him overboard. The reluctant prophet was willing to sacrifice himself to save others. When they finally complied, the storm ceased and the sea calmed. The amazed sailors became Jonah's first converse to his God, who could walk through Jonah even while he fled from his call. Amen. Amen. Dear friend or pastor, if we look at this thing, we could see that even though he was disobeying, he was bringing people closer to God. Because in the first place, he was asked to go somewhere. But he disobeyed and tried to move to a different direction as well. And when the consequences came up, he testified to the people the true God. And with what he did, they also changed their ways and came to worship the God of Jonah. Amen. May the good Lord bless us all as we meet each blessed morning to share this wonderful word. So we meet same time. Have a wonderful
For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. To the moment of truth. My name is Asel George, and today I would like to share a message with you entitled You Are My Family. And this message is going to be based on Matthew chapter 8, verse 20. I read that Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds in the air have nests, but the Son of Man had nowhere to lay his head. Have you ever sat down to ask yourself why you came from the family where we reach you are now? Or have you come to realize that it was not a mistake that you belong to the family you belong to now? Maybe you might not have realized it, but I'm telling you today that there's a reason for you being in the family where you belong to. Yes, the family might be full of armed robbers. Your family might be full of poverty. Your family might be full of so much of inconveniences. There might be so much instability in your family. Every now and then there seems to be war and war and war. For only your family, there seem not to be any peace. Yet I assure you, dear listener, that there is a reason for you being at where you are now. Shall we pray? Daddy Lord God, that the words of my mouth 
and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. We mostly do complain. God, why only my family? God, why only my parents? God, why only my siblings? God, why only my education? God, why only me? God, why? God, why? God, why? We always ask ourselves, why, why, why? It sounds like every single individual on this earth has ever asked the question, God, why? God, why? God, why? But in all our complaints, we mostly forget what God can do to our family through us. Take a moment to ask yourself this question. Ever since you were born into this family, ever since you were born into the family you belong to, ask yourself this question. What good have I been able to do to this family? How good have I been able to influence the family in which I was brought to? Maybe yours is to settle peace. But when there is conflict in the family, where do you find yourself? Maybe yours is to always advise. But when it's time for people to seek counseling, where do you find yourself? Maybe yours is to study and become a very great person so that we can be able to change the status quo of your family. But where do you find yourself? When you go to school, how often do you spend time with your books to study? There is a reason for you being in the family where you are. The Bible in Matthew chapter 8 verse 20 makes us understand that Jesus Christ had no place to sleep. Even the foxes had places wherein which they could rest. The birds of the air also had places wherein which they could stay. But the Son of Man couldn't have a place to rest. Yet everything that was said about him came to pass by his strength and by the grace of God. My beloved listener. There is a cause for the reason why you are in the family where you've come to be. The master Jesus had nowhere to lay his head. He was despised and dejected by friends and loved ones. Even in the garden of Gethsemane, where he thought his disciples could be behind him, where he thought his disciples could be beside him, he couldn't get them. Yet our master lived a joyous life because he fulfilled the purpose for which he came to this earth. The problem you are facing in the family today is nothing if only you allow God to take charge of it. The problem you are facing is nothing if only you could call God to come into this family. Some families are distorted. Some families there seem to be every now and then pandemonium and tumult. But I encourage you, my dear listener, that ask God for wisdom and for knowledge as to how you can make a difference to your family. You've never have come to realize why you were in the family wherein which you are. But I urge you now that you pray and ask God, God, what can I do to change the state of my family? Ask yourself this question and demand an urgent answer from God. It is not too late, my brothers and my sisters listening to me. You have to make a move. It is only you who can make the difference. You are the family yourself. Stop complaining about things. Stop pushing blames to people. You are the only one who can make the difference. I assure you that whenever you ask God for that, He is ever ready to do it for you because His word says in Matthew 7 verse 7 that we should ask and it shall be given unto us. We should seek and we will find. We should not and it will be opened unto you. Fellow brethren, knock and God will open unto you. The problems and the challenges in the family Please knock and God will open unto you. 
It's actually one thing that God wouldn't listen to, and that is when you doubt. But I assure you that if only you would welcome the Lord Jesus Christ, if only you would welcome the Prince of Peace into your life, if only you would welcome the one who had the seven stars in his right hand, if only you would appreciate that Jesus, you can do something into my life, so I call unto you. If only you will come down to him with all your problems of the family. If only you will knock at the door of Jesus Christ. Then my brothers and my sisters, he is ever ready to do for you what he had done for all. He is ever ready to answer your plea every now and then you call unto him. This man has been my friend from ages. And I have known him because he has done so much for me. So I recommend unto you Jesus Christ this thing. My brethren and my fellow sisters and brothers listening to me, I recommend Jesus Christ to you. I present the Holy Savior to you that call unto him and he will ever answer you. Accept him in the family and your problems and your worries and your shortcomings and your disasters and your chaos will never be the same. I call unto you this day, let Jesus be in you. I call on you this day, that you allow Jesus Christ to be in your life. I call unto you this day that you let Jesus Christ be in the family and all will be well with you. The Lord bless you and the Lord be with you as you take a step to allow Jesus Christ to come into your life. Shall we pray? Gracious Lord, we want to thank you for your word this day. We want to thank you for letting us know the truth. We ask that you be in our families. And this family is where we seem to have conflict every now and then. Our Lord God and our Savior, please bless our family. As you bypass other families, do not bypass our families. But let our family be blessed from now on. And let us give the praises and honor to you for your good works. We thank you for hearing our prayers in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. AWR Ghana Voice of Hope I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.